Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McAuliffe. And this is Gideon Coleman standing in for Christopher McAuliffe. With us today is author and journalist Rick Newman. Rick, in the last segment, we were talking about um, resilience, financial freedom, and at the end of the last segment, I asked that we now take a look at what role resilience plays in the current U.S. presidential election. The floor is yours. (laughs) Well, I could take this in many directions, but I I can think of two obvious things right off the bat. Um, First of all, if you look at the two candidates, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, Um, They have both gone through all sorts of setbacks and uh, overcome them, obviously. I mean, that's why they're both their uh, party's nominees. Um, uh, We've heard a lot about Donald Trump's four bankruptcies. I mean, this is sort of part of the lore of Donald Trump at this point. These were four business bankruptcies. Uh, Trump, he actually had a very difficult time uh, getting through some of his business setbacks in the 1990s. And, you know, when we hear about people like Trump, you just feel like oh, they just keep going no matter what. But anybody who has ever run a business or tried to do anything entrepreneurial knows it is extremely difficult to come back after uh, something that threatens your business or threatens your livelihood. I mean, it's really hard to come back. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people uh, try something entrepreneurial. It doesn't work out. And they end up going back to working for somebody else. And Donald Trump, regardless of what you think of him, uh, I've actually spent a lot of time looking into his business career. He really did overcome some very large setbacks. I mean, you could argue that they were setbacks of his own making, but setbacks nonetheless. Um, I think Hillary Clinton would probably tell you the same thing. Um, a lot of her setbacks have been political, um, you know, based on things she's gone through with uh, her husband, Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, she's been, um, you know, she had sort of a difficult time getting through the primaries, but. Regardless of what you think of the candidates, I will say both of them really have very powerful drive, and it's not easy to get uh, where either one of them has gotten. And I'll just mention a totally different part of this um, where I think these themes of resilience and self-sufficiency are playing out. Donald Trump and also Bernie Sanders clearly are are appealing to a large set of Americans who feel they are being left out of uh, the economic recovery, and they feel prosperity is passing them by. Um, I don't know how many um, people that is, but it's in the millions. It's in the tens of millions. It's in the tens of millions. Um, So, you know, we have an economy with an unemployment rate of 4.9% right now, which makes it sound good. But we have two economies, and there is a large subset of, of the American labor force that is not succeeding. And um, this gets back to what I was talking about before. The economy is more is tougher than it used to be. There are not people, you know, we don't have the government programs to help everybody. Corporations don't care. Uh, you know, nobody works for one corporation their, their entire career anymore. Um, you know, if your skills uh, atrophy, uh, which they do faster than ever because of the pace of digital technology change, uh, tough. 
you know, no one's no one's going to come along and say, here's a program uh, that's going to help you keep your skills up. You need to do this yourself. And I think that's a big thing that's happening in the economy is people don't know what they're supposed to do in order to be successful or to find prosperity. And a lot of people are doing nothing. I don't I don't fault them because this is a difficult problem. But I think the, a key is just an absolute key to succeeding these days is you have got to take charge of your own destiny and don't depend on anybody else. You've got to go where the opportunities are. If the opportunities change, you've got to change with them. And I think that explains a lot of why Donald Trump uh, got all the votes he did and so did Bernie Sanders. But between the two of them, but the, by the way, they got 25 million votes in the yeah. uh, primary elections. Twenty-five. Yeah. Million. Well, one of the things that stunned me about uh, Donald Trump's acceptance speech is that he seemed to be promising a return to uh, a 19th century industrial economy, which I'm just going to consult my crystal ball here, is gone, isn't coming back. And yes, that appeals to people who um, who have lost uh, the, the security of those types of jobs. Um, but, you know... It's a promise nobody could deliver on if if they wanted to. But as we sort through um, the the evolution of how the world works, how work works, um, I'm I'm curious. You know what what role the uh, political apparatus can play in steering it. And, and one thing I, I wonder about is protections for yeah. uh, people who are in the gig economy. Uh, I, I think the, uh, there are a lot of false promises coming out of the mouths of politicians. Uh, you cited Donald Trump. Uh, basically, He's basically saying, I'm going to take these actions such as uh, impose tariffs on imports, and that is somehow going to bring these manufacturing jobs back, and people uh, will be able to earn a living wage uh, you know, without a college education or digital skills. And I think that's crazy. I just uh, People say, even if he, you know, the economists and the business people who know about this say, even if he were to impose those tariffs, which itself is unlikely, um, it's not going to bring back jobs. One of the reasons jobs have disappeared is not so much uh, foreign competition, but technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, automation. Machines are doing jobs people used to do. You know, the average yep. factory uh, has more robots on the, fl- on the floor than people these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, on the Democratic side, they're not doing such a great job either. I mean, they're mm-hmm. basically saying, uh, you know, we need more... Uh, government subsidies or or more uh, programs to help people, and that doesn't fill me with confidence either. And the message yeah. nobody is giving. Uh, I mean, you hear you, this theme pops up every now and then. I mean, I think Obama has talked about it like three times that it, you know during his entire presidency is more personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I'm not talking about this at a social or moral level. Um, I'm talking about this in terms of things such as pra- a practical way to, way to think about this. Don't get um, don't get cemented in one place. I mean, do mm-hmm. not make financial commitments such as buying a costly house that will prevent you from moving if you have to, because um, because we have pockets of prosperity that shift around. You need to be in a pocket of prosperity, and if you're not. Nobody's going to help you. You you mm-hmm. need to help yourself by getting to where those opportunities are. We have a lot of people right now, for example, as the manufacturing economy is changing and shrinking, 
um, who can't move because they, you know, they might owe more on a house than the house is worth. So, so they would have, they would lose money if they had to sell it. And that just keeps them locked in place. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. So, uh, you know, I think that what politicians would actually be doing Americans a service if they said, you know, we want, we want good government programs and we want good policies, but don't count on it. Instead, you do things to maintain flexibility, make sure you are always adding to your skill set. Mm-hmm. And if it were possible in this economy, I think one thing that confuses a lot of people is they don't know what skills they're supposed to have. So if there were any way for, let's say, uh, maybe some kind of public-private effort, perhaps the government could run it, but they get input from companies to say, these are the skills that we need the most that we can't get. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we hear that informally and anecdotally, but it's, it's, it's hard if you say, well, I want, I'm willing to retrain myself, but what do I retrain myself as? I mean, it's not obvious. So there are all kinds of things that, um, you know, somebody could be doing to help, but nobody really is. And, and that right there is the, the kind of business opportunity that you've been talking about. So if you're listening, you're not sure what to do, talk to people who employ uh, workers, figure out what skills they're missing and and broadcast that as widely as you can. And you'll have yourself uh, a nice business, at least for the next six months. Right, that's a great uh, idea. Yeah. Well, thank you very, very much, Rick Newman, for coming on the show. Um the books, if you want to buy them, are Rebounders, How Winners Pivot from Setback to Success, uh, Liberty for All, a Manifesto for Reclaiming Financial and Political Freedom. I am Gideon Coleman, standing in for Christopher McAuliffe on The Coaching Show, and you are listening to WSRadio.com. to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less 
by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me. Create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.